big finish for the love of stories. I sing you a song of the fish of the sea. Hey, hey, blow the man down. Come all you young sailor and listen to me. I'll give us some time to blow the man down. Rufus came the herring, sing I'm king of the sea. Angus, you're here. Where have you got to? Malcolm? Yes? I'm just rounding the headland. I'll sight the lighthouse in a moment. Okay. You realize there'll be nothing here? I know what I saw, Malcolm. Uh, after an evening on the Aquavitch? I'm drinking coffee. And if someone's out there flashing lights on and off, it's a danger to shipping. On a calm night? Whenever a ship is GPS, anyway. Mine doesn't. Uh, of course not. You could just inform the Coast Guard. Damn it, Malcolm. We can still do some things ourselves. Even in this day and age. Besides, sea is lovely tonight. Well, rather you than me, lovely sea or not. In your sleepers with Coco, are you? How did you guess? <laughs> Getting old, my friend. Ah, the lighthouse is coming into view. Well? Anders? Yes, there is a light flashing. What? Someone's really out there on South Rock? Not just the rock, Malcolm. From the top of the lighthouse. But you, the lantern? It can't be. There's no light there, no lens. Uh, hasn't been for a hundred years. I tell you, I see it. I'm going to get closer. Try and run. Anders? What's wrong? Spilled my damn coffee. See, it's getting choppy. I. Malcolm! Something strange happened. What was that? You're breaking up, Anders. Repeat, please. I said when the light hits the sea, it's being pulled up. The water sort of falling back on it. What? I don't know how to describe it. As if someone were sculpting it. It's impossible! Well, it's too high! Anders, I'm looking out now. There's no change in the weather. Conditions are calm. Anders, what is this? Some kind of joke? Malcolm! It's going down! Anders! Anders! Anders!
what? Your flashing thingy. It's pointing straight there. A psionic resonance radiometer. Or flashing thingy. Catch. Oh, careful! Are you okay? What's wrong? Nothing. Did you nod off lying there? No. I mean, I know you say you're older than you look. It's not a crime to enjoy a spot of sunshine, Layla. Well, it is on Bellagrius Minor. You need a permit. Sounds charming. Please don't let's go. A thriving black market and vitamin D supplements. But yes, let's stick to Bonnie Scotland for now, shall we? And this anomaly. So we head to the cottages? I mean, there's nothing else on this bit of coast. They may not be the ultimate source, but it's definitely the right trajectory. So yes, come on. Don't want to lose the afternoon. Hey, you were the one napping. Earl Grey? If you can find it. I know where the tea is, thank you. I'm getting ready for dinner. You're going to cook? I can cook. I seem to remember you trying, once. Oh, Dorothy. But by all means, at least one thing I'll be warm this evening. There's a reason you didn't have enough bedsheets last night. It's a cheap rental? No. The heating shock? It wasn't even that cold. It was if you had too few bed sheets. It's because the host assumed we'd be staying in the same room. Bit presumptuous. When we've been married for 32 years. Why here? Why book here, David? I mean, it's just so remote. Nothing around. What if we need to buy milk? We've got milk. Or some extra bed sheets. Oh, here. I'll do the tea if you've given up. I like people. I'm people. And the whole point was to spend time with each other. Oh, people. What? Someone's coming across some more. Two of them. Well, it can't be that remote then, can it? Not abandoned anyway. The cottages? Sympathetically restored, I'd say. Holiday less? All the way out here? Although you might be right. I'm guessing a local would drive something more off road than that. <laughs> Excellent deduction, Miss Holmes. I'll stick to Miss Bridge, thanks. But the compliment's appreciated. Hello? Ah, residence. Hello? Can we help you? Most kind. Uh, we'll just have a quick look round then. What? Shouldn't take long. Are you the landlord or Summit? Landlord? No. Is this some kind of inspection? He said he's not the landlord. Well, he might have been sent by them. We're travellers. We were just passing. Here? On foot? Um, rambling? No, he said it wasn't so remote. Oh, yes, splendidly remote. The wilds of the highlands and islands. Glorious, eh? What exactly is that gadget? This? It's just helping pinpoint a psychic energy intrusion. Psychic war? Pulled the TARDIS completely off course, I can tell you. We left her on the other side of the moor. TARDIS? But the signals aren't centred here. They're not? No. And... Doctor? Is that a lighthouse out there? 
Yes, it's South Rock. Oh, I do love a good lighthouse. Hope in the darkness. These were the keepers' cottages. Here we go. And I read up a bit. It's one of the oldest wave-washed lighthouses in the world. Built at the end of the 18th century. Interesting times. I look fabulous in a tricorn hat. Does it still work? Your hat? The lighthouse. Oh, no, it was replaced by lightship in a better location. Then what they call a super boy. There was a light there last night. What? I saw it from my bedroom window, there. It must have been boy. How would you know? You were snoring away over in your room. You weren't together? Doctor. What? I thought they might be married. We are. Ah. Well, I'll just pop up to the bedroom and have a quick look. No, no, wait a minute. Hey, what was your name again? I'm the doctor. And don't worry, sooner we sort this out, sooner the planet's safe. What? Did he say the planet? He likes to exaggerate. Sometimes. I'm Layla, by the way. Layla Bridge. Hello. Um, cup of tea? Lovely. Thanks. Goes in there, I think. And that should fit directly into that. Blimey! Talk about making yourself at home. Did you want this place to look more like the TARDIS? We need to pinpoint the signal source. And seeing as we can hardly traipse out to sea without an antigrav bubble. Where did all this stuff come from? Hmm? Oh, a transdimensional flight case over there. Had it folded up in my pocket. Let me guess. It's bigger on the inside. Mary Poppins, eat your heart out. Excuse me. And what's it all in aid of exactly? Uh, just borrowing a few satellites to triangulate the signal. Borrowing? Yes, a bit delicate, really. Countries can be so prickly about these things. And I'd rather not kick off World War Three. Please don't. David and Dorothy may not appreciate that. Although it could put their relationship issues into perspective. Issues? You must have clocked it. Must I? They're on a bit of a make-or-break trip, and it seems to be breaking. David didn't mention anything. To the invading madman talking about psychic energy signals. I wonder why. Good lord. It's like a mini-version of Jodrell Bank in here. Oh, is that my tea? Aye. Thanks. How's dinner coming? Oh, I've been dismissed. Apparently, I, I don't know how to braise meat properly. Well, there is a knack to it. Are you, uh, nearly done? No. But don't worry, we can stop for dinner. What? Oh, uh, I'm not sure it can stretch to four, actually. I'll go down and help. Rather you than me when she's in this mood. Try to be human with him. Okay? Human? Sensitive. Oh, of course. I'm a dab hand at chopping veg. See you in a bit. So, Layla says your marriage is in trouble. I... what? We could have been in a hotel, having a proper break. Bit of luxury. Instead, here I am cooking. I 
think David wanted to cook. Well, I'm not eating tough meat. No. Right. He's the one who likes remote locations. It's like he doesn't know me at all. These carrots are done. Bring them up, then. <sighs> Look, maybe we all get dragged off somewhere unexpected sometimes. But it can still end up being a bit of an adventure. Is that the deal between you and this doctor fellow, then? Oh, we're not a... But, um, I suppose, yes, actually. I guess that is the deal. Well, then, here's my advice. Make sure he knows what you want, too. You'll regret it otherwise. Latin dancing. I mean, honestly, can you imagine? I don't think I have the hips for samba on this body. I could possibly say a foxtrot. But just because I don't want to learn Latin dancing, it doesn't mean I never want to try new things. Of course not. This was spontaneous, a surprise break with space to actually talk to each other. Lots of space out here. Good idea, I think. I mean, it's remote, yes, but it's romantic, isn't it? Very romantic, probably. Empty skies, bleak moorland, rugged coast. Exactly. Exposed to the elements. No help nearby if there's any trouble. Hey, Trouble? Come on, like what? Let's find out, shall we? Our boys have all gone, of course. Grown up, families of their own. Another few years and we'll both be retired. And I'm just... I'm not sure what we're for anymore. Surely after all the time you've been together. That's a good enough reason, is it? It must mean something. That our time's run out. That's the meat. Can you stir this? Of course. Mm, smells amazing. Five more minutes. I just want to feel some... some excitement. Before I'm too old to appreciate it. Is that too much to ask? I think we need to be careful what we wish for, sometimes. Yes, that's it! What are you doing? Narrowing the geographic area. Zeroing in. On what? The lighthouse initially. The real source could be beyond. But it's the obvious place to start. Aha! Uh -huh. Definitely that area. Come on, come on. It is the lighthouse. It has to be. Uh-oh. Uh-oh? Stand back! What? Doctor! He's on fire! Yes, just a small one. Let's see. There. What happened? Touch of psionic energy feedback. But at least we know now. Know what? That it's a lighthouse. What is? What's out there? Well, yes. That's the next question, of course. Eh? There's a car. Someone's driving up. Really? We're probably unrelated, but we'd best check. So much for remote. Starting to feel more like Piccadilly Circus. Oh, hello. Hello. Are you all right? 
sorry, I, I didn't realize anyone would be staying here. Oh, more of you. Hello. Stay still. What are you doing? Doctor, not terribly friendly. Well, you'd thank me if he was a Zygon, but you're not, apparently. Sorry. I'm the doctor. Delighted. And you are? Malcolm Galbraith. Local? That's the car of a local. Uh, yes, about 20 miles up the coast. I suppose that counts as local round here. Uh, I wasn't sure where else to go, really. You've seen something? What? No, but... But but, uh, but my friend... Uh... It's all right. You've come to the right place. Come in. Have some dinner and tell us all about it. Dinner? Now, wait a moment. We don't have enough. Smoke alarm. Are you starting another fire, Doctor? No. The meat! Oh, bother. I better kill the alarm. A bit scratchy, but lovely couple, really. Working through some problems. Come on. In you go. Well, I suppose I haven't eaten all day. That's the spirit. You started a fire. A little one. Barely a flame. All sorted now. I'd hoped Anders Radio had just failed, or he was joking. It was calm weather after all, and he's an experienced sailor, but I drove over to his place, no sign of him, and and when he didn't appear by late morning... Did you report him? I tried to. I should have phoned the Coast Guard last night, but if I'd called them out and he was fine, Anders would have killed me. So what they say? Couldn't reach them. Tried and tried, but the phones are down. Landlines, mobiles, internet, even my shortwave radio. Sonic resonant radiation. It can disrupt everything. What? Oh, never mind. So that's why you came here? Yes, short of driving all the way to the nearest town. Hundreds of miles away, is it? It's all I could think of. I know Marcus, who owns the place, lives down in England mostly. But he keeps a small boat in the harbour. And you want to take it out? Have a look. I'm no great shakes as a sailor, but I have to do something. So, uh, while the hospitality's been lovely and the food was appreciated, I really need to... Um... You can't. What? Why not? Because the harbour's dry. The boat's beached. You need to wait for high tide. Oh, the tide... Anders said he saw a light from the lighthouse. Like me? Yes, but that's impossible. See? There's no light there, no lens to project it. And you didn't see anything? The headland hides South Rock from my place, but Anders was saying a lot of strange things before... What things? Well, nothing that made any sense, but uh, and then he was gone. And, and I've done nothing about it. Not true. You found us. And we'll see about the lighthouse soon enough. Dusk isn't far off. We should be doing something now. I'm sorry. Time, tide and buttered eggs wait for no man. But sometimes we do rather have to wait for that. Doctor? In here. 
Um, why are you hiding in the bathroom? Did the pot roast really disagree with you? I've kept down seared Ivorvest kidneys. I'm not sure I want to know. A delicacy for the tribe's people on Kennepel's Great Gavarian Plain. Awfully full of iron. So are the railings out in the garden. I'm still not licking them. I've just been looking round the cottage. See this? A picture? No. A framed quote. Very homestagey. Imagination is the only weapon in the war against reality. Lewis Carroll. Hmm. Inspirational. What about it? There's just something nagging at the corner of my mind, the tip of my tongue. And I can't seem Doctor. to... Doctor? Yes? Oh, um, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, we don't normally hang out together in bathrooms. Honest. Oh, yes. What did you want? Uh, it's there. A light? Hmm. Well, come on, then. Dorothy, is it still lit? No. It flashed a few times, then faded. Definitely from the lighthouse. Yes. Right where I saw it when I was in here last night. Watch. There. Oh, no, sorry, that's the boy's light. It's red. Yes, three red every 30 seconds. This was a white light. That flashed there? No, that's the other headland. Kilsake's Point, wasn't it? Oh, you're a quick learner. <laughs> Thank you. No, keep looking this way. To the right of the boy, that area. There! Yes! Anders was right. It's, what do you call it, blinking, rotating? Yes, flashing, slow, continuous flashing, which was never its character when it was used. Character? It's light sequence. Where's David? I think we should all be together. He's sulking outside. I'll get him. We're hardly in danger, are we? It's just a light, for goodness sake. Is it? Malcolm, I need to know now. What exactly did Anders say was happening to him before you lost contact? David? Yes? Oh, thought you might be down by the shore. What are you doing around the back here? Getting away from the cottage lights. Looking up. It's a clear night. Stars coming out. It can give you a little perspective. Mm. It's a bit different when you're actually up there. What? Listen, the doctor thinks we should all stay together. Is Dorothy still in there? Hanging on his every word? The doctor does know what he's talking about. Sometimes. Not the doctor. That Malcolm. Oh. Well, he was explaining the lights to her. Doesn't take long for her to take shine to someone new. Listen, I'm sorry you and Dorothy are arguing, but you need to come in. There's a light from the lighthouse. What? See for yourself. This way. Now. Wait a moment. And... There. A flash. I don't believe it. She was right. What was that? 
I'm not sure. Those rocks beside the cottage. What about them? They... they changed. What? Changed shape and moved closer to us. What are you... See? The light. It's... it's happening when the beam shines on them. How's this side too? Back. Get back. They're growing. Surrounding the cottage. Doctor! What's happening out there? It's the rocks! Look! Oh, no! What's going on out there? Something to worry about. What are you doing now? Is that safe? David said it caught fire. Just a little I can adjust for that. Mental energy physically affecting solid matter. Even if that worked on water. Reshaping rocks so easily. Power it must have access to. What's she going on about? No idea. I, I don't understand. The rocks? Yes! Wait, what? Sonic radiation's off the chart! Doctor! What was that? The cottage. The very rocks it's built on are rising up and squeezing it. No. This is. It's. Impossible! Yes, yes, but it's happening! We're being crushed like an eggshell. David, stay back. But Dorothy, I have to get to Dorothy. Dorothy! David, be careful down there. You can't get to her. There's rock all around the cottage now. So we need to get her out. Dorothy! Is the doctor still up there in the bedroom? Something. What can he do? David! No! David, stay back! It's okay! What are you doing? Getting you out! The rocks nearly reached to the window now! But the light will come round again! Dorothy! Come on! David! I am! I'm reversing my equipment to project a signal rather than receive one. Dorothy! A signal? David's about to be crushed! Wait here, I'll get him. What? I can get out the window, climb down. No! Malcolm! It's okay. David! Hang on! Oh. David! Oh. Ah. David! Ooh, give me your hand! Hurry! Oh, good. Good, good, good. I've got you. Now, up, up you come. Quick, 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 quick. Uh, I'm up. Well, the light will flash again anyway. No, it's trapped. No. Go, David. Get down while you can. No. Or we'll both be stuck. Oh. Oh. David? Okay. David, get back. Malcolm.
It's not too late for us. Stand back. Need to point this directly at the lighthouse. Yes! My signal's engaged with a psionic energy beam. What does that mean? That we have a chance. Come on! Are you okay, David? The rocks have stopped moving. What's that light coming from the window? The doctor. I don't know. It's as if it's fighting the beam from the lighthouse. Yes! Pushing it back! That's it, nearly there! Hold on! Ah! It's okay! It's okay. Dorothy, look! The lighthouse! It's gone dark! Yes. My cancellation signal did it. Stopped whatever. Doctor? What's wrong? You heard? Impressive, Doctor. Who? Who are you? You may call me the Keeper. Keeper? Yes. I did not anticipate your interference. You know me. And I'd advise you to leave. So as you can do what exactly? What's the plan, eh? A little experimentation. Molding reality as I see fit. People have died. That's an excuse for staying. Uh, but I suppose you'll use it nonetheless. <laughs> I look forward to meeting in person. Thanks for the invitation. Now, get out of my head! Doctor, are you alright? Yes. Fine. I'm, I'm fine. What happened? Targeted psionic attack. Doctor? Layla? Layla! Doctor, you're all right. More or less. You did it. The light's gone. For now. But not its keeper. He's still out there. Are you sure about this, Doctor? There's no time to fetch the TARDIS. And I have to get out there now, so it's this boat or nothing. To confront this keeper? Yes. We don't know what he'll do next. We do know where he is at the moment. And if it's a trap? All right. Then I guess we're messing about in a boat. Shall I untie her? Morning. Dorothy. Can you help me on board? What? Never mind. I think I can do it. Oh, yes. There. Dorothy, what are you doing? Coming with you, of course. No, I can't allow it. Of course you can. I made flapjacks, see? Even so. Listen, whatever's out there, whatever killed Malcolm last night, it's still in that lighthouse, so I want to help. I can't take you into danger. You should get in your car drive away. Funny, that's what David said. Dorothy, stop this. Get out of the boat. No, I told you. You can do what you like, David, but I'm going. 
We need to move while we have the tide. Layla, tell her to see Sam. She can try. I'm sorry, but I I guess it's up to her, David. What? Help me in, Dorothy. I'll untie the painter. No, Layla. Dorothy, come on. Wait. All aboard? Looks like it. Then hold up. Dorothy. Dorothy. Please. David, stop running up there. You're trapped. Just wait. I'm coming. What? Dave Head, what on earth? Are you all right? Oh, You're crazy. No, you are. But if you're running headlong into danger, I'm obviously going with you. Oh. I believe you said something about flapjacks. Reminds me of Torcello. <laughs> Why? David, this is nothing like Torcello. Well, perhaps it's just the company. We should go back to Venice, relive our honeymoon. <laughs> Why not? Why take it over your last holiday booking? But perhaps we can just try and stay alive in the meantime. You nearly dying can focus your mind on what's important. What are you looking around for? Getting choppier, isn't it? Mm. And the sunlight? Yes, it's dimming. Clouds appearing. Is it gonna rain? We're sunny behind us, and over that way. The clouds. They're forming right above us. Sort of localized storm. I thought we might have neutralized him for longer, or that we'd be safer in daylight. But really, with power like his, why should daylight really matter? You're saying that he's doing this? The Keeper? He's already messed with water and earth. Now the air! Oh! Oh! This wind! He's stopping us, reaching the lighthouse. He capsizes, David. No, I think he wants us there. The wind's behind us, see? Pushing us the right way. No! Oh. So, what's the point of all this? Theatrics, a display of his power. Theatrics that might kill us. Yes, so hold on. Oh! Going to ask you the same question. Doctor? Mm. Look, the sky, it's clearing. Oh, of course. Now we're here. Well, we made it anyway. The lighthouse looks deserted. Pretty dilapidated. It's still standing after a few hundred years of storms. Not bad going. And I should know. Layla, be careful. I'm just seeing what's around the other side of it. Doctor, up there, over the door. Is that right, in? An inscription? Yeah. Immensa mundi imaginationes est. Latin. Some kind of motto. 
I... Doctor, look round here. What on earth is that? A building? It looks modern. It looks alien. Those strange columns. And jet black. Wait, wait. Can't you hear it? You said he'd need a huge amount of energy. Maybe it's his power source. We should try and get in. What? Why? Sabotage. Tempting. But I came here to meet the Keeper face to face. And he'll be up there. In the lighthouse itself. Then we split our efforts. I suppose there's no point trying to persuade you to just wait by the boat. I'll go with Layla. Then I'm with the Doctor. No, David, you don't have to. But she's right. You can stay out here. No. Malcolm died rescuing me last night. Whoever caused that needs to be stopped. And then let's go. Back to the door around the front. Layla, be careful. Yeah, you too. It does seem abandoned. The most dangerous thing in here seems to be the bird poo. He's here. And I dare say he's got a few more tricks up his sleeve. So be careful. You said he wanted us to reach him. Doesn't mean he'll make it easy. I think he likes toying with people. Doctor? What? Oh! oh the, the stairs! They're slanting. They're, they're folding oh. away. Becoming a slope. I can't keep my foot in! Hold on to the sides! No, I... David? Anything damaged? Oh, my dignity. Yes. Well, that's the least fun Helter Skelter I've ever been on. What? The... Skelter? Shifting back to normal. Toy. But we're not giving up. So what's our plan? Well, there's no point in trying to avoid detection if he already knows we're here. Not metal. Or plastic. What the hell's this thing made of? And how do we get in? We look for an entrance. You're hardly hoping for an open door. I'd settle for a closed one. Ooh, a hatch. Look, up there. Where? Above that column. Ah, yes. That could be a hatch, right? Can you give me a boost? I think I can manage that. Here. Ooh. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> That's it. <clears throat> Nearly. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I'm up. Well, is it a hatch? Hard to tell. No handle. I don't think knocking's going to work. Then I need to... Can you find a rock? A rock? Okay. Come on. Open sesame. What's inside you? I'd say we're about halfway up. So far, so good. Further to slide back down. Oh, you just had to jinx. Oh, not again. D Doctor! 
Primitive, but let's get Stone Age on this thing. Anything? Not even scratching the surface. No, wait. Maybe at the corner. Yes! It is a hatch! Yes? Let me. It's opening! Well done! <laughs> <laughs> Nearly fell in after it! Pull me up, then! What? Come on! You're not going in alone! Alright, give me your hand! Here! Oh. <laughs> That's... That... It. Good. So... Let's see what's inside. What? Layla, what is it? What can you see? Here, look for yourself. I don't understand. It's empty. There's nothing. Just an empty shell. A huge black futuristic shell. Just makes sense. What about the hump? There must be something. Not if what? It's a trick. A distraction. We need to get back to the doctor. Doctor! I... I can't! You nearly made it! Come on! No! Got you! Thank you. Is someone there? On the other side of the lens. The keeper, I presume. The doctor. He doesn't look anything special. You want red skin? Cloven hooves, I've been waiting for you. Then why make it so difficult? <laughs> you must allow me my little jokes. Manipulating reality might be a joke to you, but it's killed people. Oh, still harping on that. Perhaps you'd like me to bring them back? Don't overreach yourself. Ooh, my powers are pretty much limitless. Then why not just magic yourself away again? Really, Doctor? Did you have to bring the children? How like you to put them in unnecessary danger? All these hints that you know me. I know you. Then who are you? What race? And what are you doing here on Earth? In this lighthouse? What do you want? So many questions. One more. How are you doing all this? 
Because it shouldn't be possible. Power. Limitless, pretty much. Remember? Or perhaps you require yet another demonstration. Doctor! The lens! It's rotating. What's he doing? They're summoning a little light breeze. I'll send it outside. Hmm? To see what it can find. Then come on. The wind? Is another storm brewing? I don't know, but it's strong. I can barely walk against it. Leila! Is it trying to keep us from the lighthouse? I don't think so. It's like it's circling us, trying to. <laughs> Doctor, it's like a tornado out there. David! Oh no! Nana! Dorothy! <laughs> Don't they look pretty? Dancing in the air! <laughs> you monster! Stop it! David! Stop it! <laughs> Lose concentration and drop them, would you? <laughs> lose concentration? It shouldn't be possible. Doctor, you have to do something. Yes. Yes. Maybe it is time to stop all this. Oh, and just how do you intend to do that? By copying you. Using mental energy. That's what I fight back with. My mind! Nonsense, you can never... Yes, feel me fighting you? Pushing your power back? Doctor, they'll fall. No, they won't. I have them. But the wind's dropping. And who needs wind to lift them to safety? What? No, stop it! David! Floating? Makes you wonder if I'm even more theatrical than you. Hey, Keeper. Dorothy. <gasps> Doctor, what just happened? Are you all right? That rather remains to be seen. Is this him? The Keeper? Well played, Doctor. Very well played. Wait, what's happening to him? Leaving so soon? This isn't the last you'll see me. He's dissolving? Escaping! Doctor, stop him! Why bother? What? I will find you, Doctor. Hound you. And when we next meet, the powers will be even greater. Promises, promises. You just let him go. He was never really here. 
I've no idea what just happened. But is he beaten? Yes. You won't need to worry about him again. Then can we get out of here? Of course. No more Elder Skelters. What do you mean? I think we'll be fine this time. Come on. David, Dorothy, perhaps you could check if the boat's still there. You mean you can't just float us back to land? <laughs> Not now he's gone. Oh, well. Thank you, anyway. Yes, Doctor. Thank you. You'll need a holiday after this holiday. <laughs> In a really boring cottage. <laughs> With no other people. <laughs> okay. You won't tell them. You're going to tell me? Hmm? What the hell just happened, Doctor? Who was he? The Keeper. And how did you beat him? Come on. You must know, right? Oh, I know. I just... wish I didn't. Fine. In one of your mysterious moods. It can keep. But I suppose we'd better get back to shore, back to the TARDIS. I take it we're going after him. The Keeper? No. No need. No need? No need to stop him escaping. No need to pursue him. I don't understand. It was a nice touch, saying he'd hound me. A promise of another adventure. That would have kept me going once. For a long time, actually. Kept you going? A last attempt to keep me inside. Inside what? The fantasy. But in the end, it's not only the Keeper I need to let go. It's everything. It's all of this. You've lost me. I think I was always fighting against it. Leaving clues. Clues? What clues? That quote in the cottage. Imagination being the only weapon in the war against reality. And the inscription here. Immensam mundi, imaginationsis est. The world of reality has its limits. The world of imagination is boundless. Russo, I think. I don't understand. Even your name, Leila Bridge. One of the times I was happiest, of course. Halcyon days. But Layla's just a little too close to Leela, don't you think? And Bridge, a nod to Lethbridge. What are you... You're saying everything here is a product of your imagination? Yes, everything. This whole world. Bit egotistical, even for you, Doctor. I conjured it. Filled out the whole story, even though the bits I was absent from. David and Dorothy's marriage. Anders dying on his boat. So, I'm not real. Is that it? I'm a... a dream or something. Oh, you're amazing, Layla. A companion I could happily travel the universe with. Which was, of course, the point. 
Yes. A dream, sadly. And one I need to wake up from. The lighthouse. He's starting to go. Like its keeper. So I'm gonna die? You're going to kill me? Why am I doing this? Why am I hurting myself? Answer me! You can't die, Layla! You don't exist! Don't be cruel! Cruel? I'm your friend, Doctor. We've survived danger, fought injustice, seen so much. People of smoke and cities of song. No, I'm pulling out all the old classics now. Please, please, don't kill me. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Doctor! I'm not that doctor now! Not the doctor at all! And I can't stay here dreaming like some kind of lotus eater. Not when there's a war to fight. You always liked lighthouses after all. Beacons of hope. I'm just... sorry. David and Dorothy are gone. See you. The ocean. Rubbed out. Rolling. Goodbye. Goodbye, Doctor. I'm sorry. above the gas giant. Doctor? For the hundredth time, please respond. Are you all right? No, Tamazan, I'm not. Doctor, what's wrong? What's happened? I have a bad headache. And I just killed a friend. What? On top of which, I've been lied to from the start of all this. You're not making sense. Did you find the lab? Why have you been out of touch? The crew. We're all in deep comas. I got them safely into my TARDIS. And then I found the lab. How long have you been trying to raise me? An hour, perhaps? I remember coming in. Finding the experiment file. An experiment? Let's dispense with the games, Tamazan, shall we? I'm sorry? <laughs> I doubt it. Seeing as I wasn't sent here to find out what they were working on, was I? I was sent here to see if it could be survived. A damn canary in a coal mine. I'll assume that's some kind of Earth reference. And it must be survivable, or we wouldn't be talking. Barely. Hence the whole crew wasting away. Lost in their fantasies. But you escaped. Not without considerable pain, Tamisan. Besides which... Well... I'd already killed that part of me. Or keep trying to. So come on. You can tell me all about the work here. Oh, the gas giant below. There's something unique in its atmosphere. Powerfully psychotropic. The substance in the vials is synthesized from it. The Time Lords were trying to weaponize it? Think about it, Doctor. Dispersed correctly, it could leave whole fleets of Dalek battalions knocked out, 
lost in fantasies of victory. Sitting ducks for you. Us. Except there's a problem, Tamasan. As I've just demonstrated... What problem? It's more dangerous to Time Lords. By far. In fact, my guess is it'll barely work on Daleks. What? Why? Because it demands imagination. A soul. One that has to be torn should you want to escape. Doctor, what are you doing? Going out with a bang. Another Earth phrase? A metaphor of some kind? Well, quite literal in this case, Tamasan. There's hydrogen stored in this lab for the gas chromatography. I'm releasing it. Doctor, no. Too late. Plenty of useful ignition sources as well. Perhaps I can synthesize an antidote for the crew. But the rest of this research can fall into the gas giant it came from. Doctor, I can't let you do this. So stop me. The War Council wants that research. Then you're very welcome to come aboard and take it. Of course, you might not wake up from whatever fantasy you fall into. Doctor! No, Thomasan! This is one chemical weapon I'm not letting you have. I'm awake now. And I fight this war on my own terms. You have been listening to Doctor Who, The War Doctor Begins, Battlegrounds, The Keeper of Light by Phil Mulrine. The War Doctor was played by Jonathan Carley, Layla Bridge, Emma Campbell-Jones, Dorothy and Tamazan, Adele Anderson, David and Anders, Ken Bones, Malcolm and The Keeper, Hugh Ross. Other roles played by members of the cast. Director, Louise Jameson. Producer, David Richardson. Sound design and music, Howard Carter. Script editor, Matt Fitton. Executive producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Hay Gallery. I'm Phil Mulrine and I am the writer of The Keeper of Light. Immense mundi, imaginationsis est. The world of reality has its limits. The world of imagination is boundless. I was asked if I was up for writing something for a very exciting series about the young war doctor, and it's always a privilege to be asked, and I had a go. Um, <laughs> this is the first story in the third War Doctor Begins box set, and I think the brief at the beginning was relatively open, but that perhaps we could find the doctor having a little bit of a breather from the time war somewhere, maybe protecting another planet or or using another planet as a trap um, and I had the idea of whether we could try to confuse and disorient the audience a little and I liked the idea of doing an earth set adventure 
that felt like something a uh, a normal in inverted commas doctor adventure from the 10th doctor or the 11th doctor era so people would be wondering what's going on what's happened to the time war and and so that's what we went for and also i love lighthouses and this story is partly inspired by a disused lighthouse off the coast of northern ireland that i used to see from a little bungalow that we used to stay in as a family on the arge peninsula my name is Louise Jameson and I'm directing the third series of War Doctor Begins. So this episode is a, it's a bit outside the norm for Doctor Who. It explores the imagination and the power of the Doctor and also how he is at the mercy of other people. So he's a kind of middleman in the middle of escaping into his own fantasies but trying to live in the real world and solve the ongoing war with the Daleks. We've gone down a little tributary. He's been fed some drugs and he he goes off in his own mind. I'm Jonathan Carley and I'm playing the War Doctor. So this episode, The Keeper of Light, is well, it's a very strange episode really because it's one of those sideways sort of episodes where it's not necessarily in the past or the future it's it's something other which is always exciting and you know it's another way of being creative within that you know, doctor who universe because you know if you were to be glib about it you could say it's all a dream but as everyone knows it, there's far more to it than that because in this case this doctor is caught up in really his greatest fantasy which is to have a slice of his old life back to be sort of carefree, fighting monsters, not with quite the same potential universe-ending consequences as he's thrust into on a daily basis currently. And to really love what he does and love life and make friends and, and have a great time along the way. But as he sadly finds out, it's slightly too good to be true. And it's very clever in the way it's done because we've got some familiar faces were taking on slightly different roles which I think have slightly different meanings in what, in what they mean to uh, to the Doctor in that they've been repurposed for this not least um, Emma coming back as she played Cass in Night of the Doctor which is a significant part of what led the Doctor to where he is now so if that meeting worked out is this a slice of that life that he could have had it's really tragic in that he's offered this hope and it's snatched away again. I think when the War Doctor first appeared on screen it was just this surprise opening up of a whole part of the Doctor's life that had been hinted at but never explored. A side of him that he was ashamed of and had wanted to forget. Uh, a dark, darker side and it's been amazing that Big Finish has got to delve into that with the legendary John Hurt and now with Jonathan Carley playing him. Is that a lighthouse out there? Yes, it's South Rock. Oh, I do love a good lighthouse. Hope in the darkness. Yes, there's a harder edge to the War Doctor, maybe especially the young War Doctor, but there's all, always this tension in terms of him trying to deny himself, deny that he's good, deny that he is the Doctor, but that being a constant fight against something deep that is his true nature. And what's hopefully interesting in this 
story, this adventure, is landing that war doctor in a much more traditional doctory sort of role. And I can't wait to hear that fully realised by Jonathan, who's playing the young war doctor. Big Finish have done some amazing and amazingly clever casting work for this episode. So getting Emma Campbell-Jones for Layla, Adele Anderson, who's normally Tamison, playing Dorothy, Ken Bones as David. So the Doctor's world in this story is populated by faces that he already knows, voices that he's heard before, which makes sense when the whole explanation for what's going on comes to light. I'm Emma Campbell-Jones and I'm playing Layla Bridge. You're saying everything here is a product of your imagination? Yes, everything. This whole world. Very egotistical, even for you, Doctor. I conjured it. I think that she's a very passionate sort. She likes an aside, a quip. She's quite playful. And I enjoy that um, that funny little spur that she has with the Doctor. There's just those little sparky bits, those moments of back and forth. And she clearly cares a great deal, hugely. And that's um, not just for the Doctor, but everybody they meet on the way. And she's plucky. I love her courage. She's just very hands-on. She's off exploring around the corner. It doesn't matter if there's monsters around there. Whatever. She's right in there, <laughs> which I think is something that the Doctor needs, actually, to have a, a companion who's unafraid and, you know, willing to come for the journey with him. You know, his companion here is familiar as the very person who helped bring the War Doctor into existence, sort of. So it's a lovely what-if moment, as if we're in some universe or timeline or reality where the Daleks hadn't ruined everything and, you know, that person could have been an amazing companion for him. Leela gets a mention because his assistant is called Leila, so he's given himself this assistant that he's become terribly fond of and then has to kill her off. But she's so real to him that it's it's uh, quite an emotional scene, saying goodbye to her. Doing sort of visual stuff on audio sounds a bit like a contradiction in terms, but it's hugely helpful, especially when it's in the script, to just put in your mind's eye where you are and what's happening. And, you know, the idea of being in the middle of nowhere sounds really vague, but actually we can all relate to something like that. And um, being in some uh, obscure Holdilet cottage in the... Um, in Scotland on the coast. You, know, you can sort of picture the the atmosphere. It's a very you know, distinctive uh, picture of you know, dark clouds overhead and waves crashing in the sea um, beneath. So you can almost taste it when you're reading the descriptions and delivering the dialogue. And everything that is there is meant to be there because it has such an impact on what goes on. Like the sea rises up to attack us, the rocks beneath the cottage envelop it and um, and yeah it's, it's just so clear in your mind's eye that um, it, it genuinely feels like you're there I know it sounds like a cliche but it does half the work for you um, because you just go with the flow then and follow the action I'm Ken Bones and I'm playing Anders and David Anders is a Norwegian he's a an old sea salt a, a fisherman probably an inshore fisherman he's migrated to Scotland at some point in his life and he lives I think this is on the north sea coast of Scotland 
My other character is David, who is the husband of Dorothy. They've been married a long time, 32 years, and they've come away on holiday, which I think has been David's idea, because they've, um, they've reached that point in their lives, in their marriage, when they've got quite bored with the routine and with one another. And this is David's idea of uh, injecting a little passion back into the into the relationship. It's a it's a ghastly mistake because it's not at all what um, what Dorothy wants from life or from David really. I'm Adele Anderson. I'm playing Dorothy, who turns out to be Tamasan. Dorothy is turns out to be a manifestation of Tamasan. I suppose I should feel flattered. The, the fact that the doctor wants to include her in his fantasy because they don't get on at all, him and Tamasan. And here's a woman who isn't quite as hard-nosed as Tamasan and does actually go to him for help. She just she just gives her husband a hard time instead. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been great fun, great fun to play her because she is, a, in a way, a, you know, obviously a completely different character. And also because I, I come from Somerset originally, so uh, it's been very nice to slip back into your dialect again. I'm Hugh Ross and I'm playing Malcolm and the Keeper. Malcolm's a fine Scot and um, a trusty chap and very valiant and true and t t tries to, uh, to save his friend who's falling to his death. And the other character, the Keeper, is the quintessence of evil. And for some reason, the producer at Big Finish seems to think I'm good at evil because the character I played in Countermeasures was sort of evil but hid it quite well. And I was actually in that playing an entirely invented character called Toby Kinsella, which wasn't in the original Doctor Who story. It was a cracking part. And um, yes, that would be it. So Countermeasures, uh, we did several series of that and uh, well worth a listen. I think it went pretty smoothly as it was developed and it was written. There have obviously been Doctor Who stories before that have attempted to disorient the audience a little. So what we needed to do, what we have tried to do, is make the story feel like a good adventure in its own right, in its own little world, as well as having a good enough explanation for what's really going on. And then something that hopefully could also explore some strong war doctory underlying themes so in this adventure the doctor has to ultimately make some terrible painful choices choices that perhaps reflect the choices that he has had to make to enter the time war and the choice that he will eventually make to end that war and so here he is being forced to sort of kill a part of himself, the doctory part of himself all over again. In a way I wonder if Phil the writer hasn't explored what it's like to be a writer because of course you sit as a writer myself you sit in front of the computer and all you've got to draw on is what's in your head things you've learned things that other people have told you and devise a story from that and that's exactly what the doctor has done with this episode it's multi-layered and uh, very beautifully written i think it is definitely fun to play within a story where the rules of doctor who are are bent out of shape if there even are rules i mean one of the joys of doctor who is that i think it can pretty much go anywhere and do anything <laughs> but within the timeline of the war doctor it was fun to drop him into something that felt unfamiliar to that version of the character fun to see him in a role that could be david tennant or matt smith or peter capaldi on earth 
confounding humans, confusing them, bantering with a companion who is hopefully something like the best of all of his previous companions rolled together. It was lovely having all the cast in the same studio. You could sort of feel the buzz and you don't feel so bad about, I mean, Hugh, for example, had to had a nine-scene break at one point and he was fine because he could sit in the green room and chat with other actors, which is always part of the day, the sociability of actors. I've been directing remotely, so I couldn't participate with that, but I was a little jealous of it. I think it's really nice, actually. It's much, much more fun. Part of the joy of doing this kind of thing in uh, audio is the green room and where you can all assemble and natter and moan and laugh and all of those things. And uh, you see people you haven't seen for a long time, like I haven't seen Ken for many, many years, and we go back a long way and, uh, and meet new people and much, much better than looking at a screen. It's like being in the doctor's surgery rather than on the doctor's Zoom call. Uh, it's just much, much realer and nicer. For me as well, it's well, it means a lot to me to actually finally get to be in studio with everyone because I feel sort of like I've been let out of my cage because the first two box sets I did remotely, albeit the first one at home, the second one in a studio, but a different studio to everyone else. So I'm finally getting the, the, full, uh, the full experience of being here with everyone. And, you know, it just generates such a, such a great atmosphere. Everyone just feels so much more comfortable, like contributing and just loosens up a bit and with being creative because when you're comfortable, you just volunteer so much more and you can be so much more generous because you get to know people, you know, on mic and out of the studio. Whereas before, it was as great as it was to still be working, um, albeit in slightly diminished circumstances, it was a bit of a case of, if you're not on script, don't say anything. Because <laughs> um, they're kind of like big, long conference calls, albeit a lot more fun. So this is just the icing on the cake. When the uh, option came through to either stay at home and record or come into studio, I was... I leapt on that like a shot. 